three, right. two, one. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Kentucky Commons Radio Hour. We are here live, quote unquote, at Monarch Beer Company Recorded in the live. Schnitzelberg neighborhood of Germantown. We are joined today by David Satterley, John Ronane, and with a special guest appearance, <laughs> Ryan Berg, yeah. who just literally walked in as we were recording this podcast Quite because literally. he knew that something was going on upstairs here. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's been kind of snowy here in, in Louisville this week. A lot of ice, a lot of snow. And uh, we felt this was the neighborhood spot to go to because oftentimes when the roads are bad and you want a beer, you just go to the closest brewery that you can walk to. In most of our cases, that's Monica. So we're here today to talk a little bit about snow days and uh, a little bit of everything else. Um, so, David, talk to us about what we're drinking right now here at Monic. Yeah, uh, I wanted to throw it to Ryan just because he walked in. <laughs> However, um, yeah, so with uh, everything wrapping up with dry January, I know some of us got a little wet, no pun intended. Um, nice. You know, you're just kind of kind of getting back into it. Um I don't know how intentional any of this was. In fact, it, some of these things seem entirely coincidental. Um, but there were two breweries that made a really nice style that you don't hear too much about. Uh, Czech dark lager yeah. and then a bohemian lager. Uh, that would be, of course, Monic uh, and Gravely Brewing. Um, not a collaboration, just kind of happened. Great minds think alike. Um, but this is a beer style that has kind of been obscured uh, in the States for a while. I know, you know, if you go overseas, you can have these uh, pretty readily, especially in the Czech area. Um, hmm, you don't say. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it makes sense uh, because it's in the name. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, these are great representations of like things that I've never had really on tap before. Um, the Monic version has, you know, this like dark, dark. Yeah, character it's super, to super it. drinkable too. Like, you, you do. America associates lager with like light summer crushing lawnmower beer, but there's like a whole tradition of dark lagers in Europe, all across everything from your like German box to the Doppelbox. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of kind of the. Well, I guess Baltic Porter is technically a lager, yeah. or is it? A, Porter? It's kind of one of those weird styles of beer that nobody exactly knows what it is. It was, this, this fits in a different category. It's lighter ABV. It's like more intimidating, but less yeah. ABV. Similar to the Kentucky Common, which is very dark. That's what I was going to say. Very light. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this has got like a nice malty uh, bit to it. It's got some of the sass hops that make it just a smidge spicy. Yep. But uh, really nice beer. It's good to get back into easy it was really confusing, though, at first when both breweries talked about this coincidence and they, they played it up as this idea of like, hey, Monic brewed a dark mm -hmm. lager and we at Gravely brewed a dark lager and they took pictures together. Like they made a point to go to each other's breweries and like take photos. And I was like, is this a collaboration or not? <laughs> but it wasn't. It was just pure coincidence. For better or worse. Uh, I haven't had the Gravely one yet, but this one uh, with Monica is 
So good. Yeah. I got I got two. I have two as well. Um, We're shooting away, far away from the bar today, so we got to back up. <laughs> but really, though, just I can't stress this enough. Thank you, Monic, for being open right yeah. now with the icy and snowy roads, kind of counting on people walking here exactly. safely. Um, it's actually a, a pretty good crowd downstairs right now, so they graciously led us upstairs into the upstairs private event loft. They actually don't know we're up here, so if we, we do, we uh, snuck in here. Yeah. You know, David showed something that he wasn't supposed to show. No, yeah. the last time I did that, I got in trouble. <laughs> right, got arrested. Exactly. Um, so I think uh, out of the four of us here, though, kind of transitioning gears, I want to say that all four of us try to do dry January really well. And I think only one really won out, and that may have been Ryan Berg. Is that, is that right? Did the whole thing. Nice. So what was that experience like? Oh, it was fun. Yeah. No, it was just pretty easy sailing. Felt great. Um, now back at it. Yeah, I know. The first day, like, I mean, I drank two days. I had two beers when we had that little beer week meeting at uh, Akasha. And then there was a day that a child jumped off the stairs in the homebrew shop and busted their face on our concrete. You got to have drinking a couple beers that day. Stressful day. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But other than that, uh, cold turkey. Um, But yeah, I I think January 31st was actually, I was like, all right, here we go. And like, it just felt like garbage the next day. (laughs) I I didn't even drink that much. I had like four or five beers. And like I woke up the next day and I wasn't like, you know, hung over, like wanting to th- hug the toilet and all that stuff. But I just felt like, eh, like just kind of blah. Eh, yeah, I just didn't have any energy. I just kind of felt like I need to eat something like nasty to get myself back to where I need to be. So it was a good experience to take some time away from the things that I love the most in the world. Not you guys, but, you know, beer. Um, yeah. And coming back into it. Yeah, I'll have to consider like what, what my... I don't know. What's the long-term goals? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What do you what, what do you want to like if what do you want to take from that good experience and how can you apply that to the rest of the year? I think like for out. me personally, I always associated like because I mean my our, all of our jobs are basically center around beer to some extent. Not much. Well, yeah. This is your job. This is your job. <laughs> this is your job. I'm yeah. the treasurer now. <laughs> um, big money guy. But yeah, so I mean, for me, part of my job is drinking. And so I always kind of just associate that with what I do every day. Uh, but not having it, yeah, I think, you know, you guys have talked about this a little bit too, but you find other things to do and you kind of have to make something else be your thing. Um, so for me, doing, doing like enjoying my mornings just with that little bit of extra energy where you wake up at like six and you're just like, hey, like I don't even need a cup of coffee. I feel like just I have energy, I'm ready to go. I didn't stay up until a stupid time of the evening because i was like i'm just gonna go to bed and like read um so that's been nice and maybe trying to just make sure that i have four or five of those days in a week is a good goal for me so that's kind of what i'm trying to do Mm -hmm. david i think life is about balance yeah (laughs) first first half of the month like started off pretty strong um you know, the, for, for me personally, the, the drinking aspect isn't so much about the drinking. It's about the show, uh, social aspect and, like, my friends. And I don't have to go drink with my friends or do anything like that. But it kind of lends itself into that, like, realm. Let me, um, I'll put make one little interjection here, too. I did have a few occasions to, like, be the sober person at a bar. Um, it's not that It's not bad. fun. No, I hate it. It's not I can't stand it. 
I thought it was okay. I yeah, hate people I in general, so like the only way I can be in social settings <laughs> is the, to drink. No. Yeah. So you're saying you don't want to go to the Pearl at, after midnight sober? No. No, I do not. <laughs> I, I like people watching, so like that's no problem for me. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't feel like I was excluded or left out or anything like that. For me, it was just like, hey, you know, a beverage sounds good. Yeah. Not really that I needed it. Um, but again, you know, it, it comes back to the, you know, four days a week, five days a week. I just, you know, like when it when in Rome, I guess. Totally. But, uh, if you live in the city of Rome, probably, <laughs> not, probably not a good thing for you. And you know what? The um, the few times that I went out uh, out to a bar with some friends during January, I would have some NA beers or mocktails and actually weren't half bad. Like, yeah. Like they, they, of course, like the NA beers don't taste exactly the, the flavor just isn't there but something about the the color the carbonation like you get some of the a little bit of the hop aroma and the hop taste it like it felt better to sit there with a bottle of uh, lagunitas na ipa in my hand rather than a glass of water absolutely yeah which um, i always thought like it, it lended into like drinking is kind of a habit not like a habit sure. like a bad thing but like you go out, you have a beer. You need right. something to do with your hands. Yeah. Like, what do I do with these? Yeah, what do I do? I don't well, know what to do with my hands. And, and that's why, like, at home at the end of the night, I would have something. And it was, like, either it was either, like, a Kroger seltzer water or tea or kombucha. Like, mm -hmm. I, I I love the carbonation, so that's usually what I do. Yeah, Elixir kombucha, towards. putting it in cans now, too. Oh, kombucha in cans. Shout yeah. out to it's Elixir. Because I, like, I love kombucha, too. There's just particularly good. But yes. there is something about just, like... Being able to crack yeah. something like that. It makes mm -hmm. my tummy rumble. I, um, In a good way? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was able to do the uh, mostly dry January up until about January 21st. I had to do a, a quick trip to Denver. Yeah. And then in that case, I was like, you, you know what? I can't yeah, not have like, beer in Denver. Right. So I drank for a few days there. One day, probably overindulged. He was in Rome. Yeah. I was in Rome, and I did as the Romans do, and that's drink a bunch of stouts. Hell yeah. Uh, and then I got back, took a few days off, and then kind of after that, I've just, I, I have been drinking again, like, you know, it's February now, but in January, I was still just like, you know what, it's it's fine, cognizant of what I'm doing. I think I'm going to I'm gonna want to do, like, a rule for myself, maybe say, hey, it's Monday and Tuesday, don't drink. Yeah. Don't drink at home. Sure. Unless you have a reason to. Yeah. Maybe if Kentucky's playing, you can have a drink. Maybe maybe if the the, the, the the Bengals lost the Super Bowl, maybe you should have a drink then. Maybe if the Bengals won the Super Bowl. Or, or if, hey. yeah, if you want to continue that party from Sunday through the next Sunday, just drink every day, all day long, and that's fine because the Bengals haven't won a Super Bowl. And it, I had no idea how many Bengals fans there were in Louisville until like a week ago. It's and, I, and I'll say on the last podcast, Michael said, by the time this comes out, yeah. we'll know if the Bengals won the playoffs. Oh, and they 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 won. They, baby. Yeah, so, you, so maybe on this one you need to say <laughs> yeah. something to like. Do. All right, so, so I'll, by I'll, this by the time this episode comes out, we will know. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll base all, I'll base my all. bet on what <laughs> are you are you familiar are you familiar with mattress Mac Mike mattress Mac? Well, down in Houston. What, what words yeah. are you yeah. saying? Yeah, this this dude that owns a little he, company like, down there. Yeah, he he's known for his extreme sports betting. He's a very wealthy man. Very nice. wealthy, uh, my man. Uh, drove to Louisiana and got on his little mobile app in a gas station there in Louisiana and put four and a half million on the Bengals to win. Uh, so if- So who day? So who day wow. to him? Uh, if they were to win that bit, uh, that bet, my man wins uh, seven and a half million. You want to talk about liquid death? 
I was about to say that's a four and a half million is a fraction compared to what liquid. Are, so, are you familiar with what Liquid Death did? The, the, the they like make it the water. 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 Yeah. yeah, no, I, I'm I'm familiar with the product, but I didn't hear about. So this. No. apparently, they are the first in a brilliant move, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. They're, Either way, they're the first <laughs> official corporation slash brand to make a bet. You know what? A friend of mine in the beer industry, formerly in the beer industry up in Indianapolis, just got a job as a sales rep with Liquid Death. Nice. And he texted me this afternoon that he'll be in Cincinnati for the Super Bowl, and he alluded to a bet. Okay. Yeah. Is he the witch? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. He, tell the story. The story's amazing. So hold on. Not so. Not only is is the brand getting recognition for putting money down on the Super Bowl, it's being the first brand to do so. Which I don't know if that's true or not. I've never heard of it. I find it hard to believe. They're though. the first one that's like publicized it as a marketing campaign that I've ever heard of. Fair, yeah. So, but not only that, <laughs> not that's yeah. That's they the are sending a, a witch of some sort to the game to perform black magic in no, the Bengals. Some sort, of like a, a wicked, yeah, like a very like legitimate a, witch. Has, has this witch been to the witch tree in Old Louisville? Probably. Who's to say? Tom Brady's wife is a witch. Wait, that's not right. Yeah, it's definitely. Did you, did you see? Oh, he yeah. Giselle is a witch. He, is he, he let, yeah, he let some things out. Yeah. Hold on. Is she like? Does she like identify as a witch or like is a witch? Uh, I, I don't think it was a. I don't think it was witchy, witchiness me. per se. It was more like she's uh, a witchy like, woman, like speaking things into existence or like using crystals and yes. and shit yes. like that. Yeah. yeah, she's an earth so mother. Was, yes, she's so a that, that's not a witch to me. So they're actually talking about some lady who's going to go and like do change. Like remember when uh, in Harry Potter one when somebody's like trying to. Fuck up Harry Potter while he's doing Quidditch with some kind of curse, or, or Hermione saying, trying to help Ron yeah. in the Prisoner of Azkaban for, 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 for or whatever. And, yeah, uh, half, exactly. Half was muttering his little That's a movie. So basically, that, but the Super Bowl, and they bet money on it, and now they're trying to like guarantee the outcome by putting a hex with a whip via which, the which. By the way, if I'm in charge of the, if, if I'm in charge of like Big Sport Gaming Inc. I'm kind of mad that somebody's like trying to trying to hex your team. Put some hex on. Well, that. They, they got some bigger issues going on with the Miami Dolphins these days. So their their owner was paying for the team to lose. Let me also just so, since so, we're thinking about so, this, if you could course. hex a sports team and affect the outcome of games, why wouldn't all witches be like millionaires at this point? Maybe they haven't thought of it. It's maybe a, maybe they're not forward maybe. thinking, or maybe okay. they that it's hey, like that hey, thing. That's, that's rude. When you I'm, do I'm something just, evil, maybe. it comes back maybe. to you times three it's or whatever. It's called the black market. I mean, I don't know yeah. if you know it. It's not highly publicized. Well, well do we know that they're not very no, wealthy? No, you're right. Because if they were smart, we would know nothing about it. It's kind of right. like if somebody is, if time travel exists, right. we would know about it, except unless they were very sneaky about yeah. it. Oh, well, that's me. It, it takes eight microwaves. You need eight microwaves <laughs> and the components from those to make time traveling device. You put a fork in every one and you just run in a circle and turn them all on. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is getting The Bengals buried. will win the Super Bowl. Uh, if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, what Cincinnati brewery should I celebrate with? Uh, Ryan Geist. Whatever one mm. Marina and Bromovic is at. <laughs> Streetside. That's good. I've never been to Streetside or even heard Ur of it. Urban Artifact. Or, That's uh, my yeah, Urban Artifact is going to be up but, there. But you might have to pay like $18 for an 8-ounce can. <laughs> oh, but it is a church, and but it the is a witches church. will probably not go and there. And the, it's the Super Bowl is on the Lord's Day. Yep. Mm -hmm. So yep. there we go. And so Listerman's probably going to come out with some beer that says something along the lines of like just Hooday. They're just going to flat out seal the IP from. Sure. What about Hooday Delight? Is there? I wonder if they'll. Hooday Delight. There we go. There, that's yeah. it. 
Foodie delight. Foodie delight. When you sound it out, it sounds different. Yeah, Foodie delight. delight. It's it's French. Foodie delight. Maybe they were investing in the team like for years. This is a long con. Yeah, long long game. Oh, actually, I want to say that they did make that though, or maybe that was Christian Morline. Morland did. Yeah. Because they were they had a literal tiger as their Oh, okay. That's a brewery I haven't thought about in like ten years. <laughs> they still exist. I know. And aren't they or oh, or no, that's Taps that yeah. has a really Well Taps has a good one to celebrate with. Yeah. Make some good beers. Uh Gravely's um which one? I'm just yeah, Joe. Yeah. Inside baseball. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Not really. Um speaking of Bahamian loggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Gravely's uh Coincidental counterpart to Monarch's 12P Czech lager is a Bohemian lager. We talked a little bit about multimillionaires trying to manipulate our sports teams. Did you have another multimillionaire story to share? Yeah, you know, I was was just reading the news headlines this week. And did you all hear about this Elon Musk child situation? That sounds worse than it is. Uh, No. We're going to get banned just because you said those three words together. But no, so at, so Elon Musk has a as a private jet as to surprise to nobody. And Epstein had a private jet. Yeah. Cool. Well, again, not related uh, to any <laughs> wrongdoings that we know of. Alleged or, wrongdoings. Yeah. So billionaires. Yeah. We, I don't want to get sued. Um, but no. So the, the thing about private jets is th- those are all trackable because of air traffic. You, you can you can know public record where somebody is coming and going. Is yeah. Tail and you probably, you probably should know where all the, the jets are in the air. Yeah, for sure. Seems, seems so this, smart. this yeah. 15 year old created a Twitter account that was basically just like Elon Musk's jet. Love it. And, oh, yes. and he was track. All the Twitter account was doing was tracking the comings and goings of Elon Musk. Okay. Again. Elon Musk's jet. Right, his jet, which is again public, public publicly available information, and so this this you know it was pretty pretty quiet about it, but it was gaining followers more and more every day. Gen, and, Z, Gen Z scares me. And, I know. And, and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Elon Musk is a little afraid at this point. Not so afraid, why are these guys but watching more, my jet? We're just like, hey, why? Yeah, <laughs> kind of rightly so, but why? So Elon Musk, who is worth. Whatever amount of money I can't you can think of, Google Plex worth of money, yeah, uh, tried to buy the kid off for five thousand dollars and said, "Hey, can you please stop mm. this Twitter account? Stop tracking my jet. Five thousand dollars. Here you go." And so the kid, rightly so, said, "No. What about fifty thousand dollars?" This is what the person who picked up Nelly's bag <laughs> callback was higher compensation. Did you know that Nelly's name was Cornell? I, I told you his name was Cornell. Oh, I just found that out recently. So, no. So, th- this kid then, Elon, rejected the uh, ask for $50,000, which again, yeah, pennies, grand. pennies to Elon. If that's something you really wanted, he would have made that's, it happen. That's, a, that's the change in his couch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you care about this at all, like, what's the difference to you between five thousand sure. and fifty thousand dollars? But here's the interesting thing: then the kid decides to go to the media with the story. The Barbara Streisand effect, and says, "Hey, this happened. This was an exchange that yep. my buddy Elon and I had." So does he get like an email from Elon? <laughs> 
Yeah, how'd that work? Did it go through like a like a publicist or did he go like or PLZ slide the DM? It was a Tesla update actually in the kid's car. If you find the 15 year old, tell him to stop tracking my chat. So you know, at the end of the day, the kid's not getting anything. Uh, he made some some headlines, uh, but there's really no impetus or, or reason that Elon should ever pay anybody now at this point because this kid's setting a like a standard of like, hey, if if he pays me to not do it, right. then you can right. start a Twitter account, and then maybe he'll pay you to not do it. And at this point, it's just like we kind of hope it goes away. Well, this is rolling on TikTok too. People are buying accounts with like ESPN sucks or ESPN <laughs> S and they're like, hey, well, I'm holding your account hostage oh. until you pay me this much. Um, I've seen it with Charmin. I've seen it with any any major Man, brand I, I, that doesn't have a social handle on a, I guess now negative. widely accepted, accepted platform. Yeah. People are holding them hostage in the IT world. We call that domain hijacking because you would take somebody's website name. Squatting. And then you sit on it and then you wait and you get paid out. I've thought about that with with athletes' nicknames. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Mm -hmm. LeBron James' son, Bronny. He just he just uh, copyrighted all of his Bronny, Bronald, like every yeah. nickname that it goes by. <laughs> Bronald, yeah, Bronald's not one real. Was, one <laughs> Can you uh, tell me the NBA nickname or the player that has the NBA nickname Slim Reaper? Uh, Durant. <laughs> okay. Wow. A few years ago, I had I, occasion I have to go to Aerod. I have the KD ones in my apartment right now. That that was a trivia question at Howard. Um, I have to put them in every episode, so... Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, there's our Highwire reference for this week. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> Thank you, Highwire, for not sponsoring the podcast. We had uh, we had talked about the Nelly situation uh, a few weeks back. Uh, Nelly losing the briefcase full of money. Da, 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 da. I, I was so curious to get the follow-up from that story. I did do some research. Yeah, do you guys want to know what happened? Yes. Please, yes. Nothing. Nothing. Isn't that fucking frustrating? What happened? But that's exactly what happens now. Like, it just think, goes away. Like, something is happening in the news. It's a big story for 24 hours, and then it just mm, disappears. disappears. That's kind of how the world works right now. 24 I have hour news to cycle, know. It, that's wait, the our attention span show. is so short. Yeah. Outrage du jour. So we haven't talked about beer in, like, 20 minutes at this point. Uh, <laughs> so I want to know, though, I was at Third Turn the other day. Uh, I was drinking some beers there, and I noticed a huge uh, display, a honeycomb display there of mead from Joel's Hyven Barrel Meadery mm. here yeah. uh, in town, or I guess in Crestwood. It's, it's close enough to it's in town. It's in town. It counts, just like Bardstown counts. Sure. But Have I told you all so my, my mead theory? But yeah, what, what's your mead theory? Well, okay, so maybe we'll segue this back in. You know, we're enjoying these kind of nice old styles of beers. It's just kind of a very traditional <laughs> European dark lager. The past few years haven't really been about traditional styles and stuff. The past few years have been about hazy IPAs, fruited IPAs, pastry, whatever the fuck 450 North is doing. Someone used the adjective pastrification. Pastrification. I like that a lot. The pastrification uh, <laughs> and the, uh, the, fermentator. the fermentator. We're putting our pasties on. But yeah, oh, the pasties. Yeah. One of the nice things about homebrewers uh, is that we're such a little diverse uh, segment of the population we're always like 50 years behind mainstream culture. Sure. But that happens to be about like two or three years before mainstream culture starts to repeat itself again, if that makes any so, sense. So you're right back in it. Yeah. It's like the wheel of time. 
we're at the very end, but because history repeats over and over again, the end is the beginning. Time is a flat circle. Yeah, no, that's there's also the, the the chart of the like uh, sub uh, sub bipedal man into the bipedal man. Yeah, right, exactly. The, and it's like Pilsner, and then that's the Bandivo, baby. Yeah, it's de, then, de, de evolution. And the, yeah. at the end, you're at Stout, and then you really come back right down to the Pilsner. And so, what we're seeing uh, has been an appreciation for just traditional Hefeweizens traditional German lagers. Uh, now we're going even more old school. In the past like two months, everybody, 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 and their mother, because I do mean this literally, their mother actually usually comes into the shop with them, wants to make mead. Okay. They have Ooh. gotten out of their parents' basement. They have come into the homebrew store. <laughs> they have gotten a one gallon glass jug. Yes. They have some honey. Yes. They want to make mead. I've seen a lot of like trends come and go uh this meat it's something's happening i, I don't love, know what's going on meat. with it i love a good meat i what don't is it, what love is a good meat, meat but i appreciate it i uh so the uh one meat i enjoy particularly that you can get pretty easily it's called viking blood oh yeah that's the big one yeah. that people and it, it has hops in it it it's also got like hibiscus and like yeah, all this yeah, like yeah, a lot of kind of, and it it's it's tasty. It's good. Makes me feel like a Viking. I yeah. think that there's Viking <laughs> in my blood somewhere. Yeah. So I like to drink. I can believe blood. it. Yeah. I can believe it. Yeah. I've yeah. you know I've really enjoyed Joel's uh, Ivan Meadery mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, Shrams is fantastic up up near the Detroit area. I will say I had the Holy Grail of Shrams Heart of Darkness in my clutches for a few months, but it's one of those. I mean, it's it's like an eight ounce pour yeah. of a bottle. You can only drink so well. But, but here's the thing. <laughs> you can that, drink more than that, but it's only a good idea to drink That eight so ounce meat. pour or whatever it was, yeah. 10 ounces, 12 ounces, it was a small amount. It was a very small bottle. It's 187 milliliters. Thank ah, you. Thank you already you. know. Yeah. 187 milliliters. Metric system. Uh, <laughs> it's worth well north of 250. Dollars? Yes. $250. Yeah. Wow. Euros. And so I want it. I would I would, I would would refer to that as like one's ram, one ram's horn. Sure. I have one. I, I want it. Yeah, I want it off of a shady duck racing website that we won't talk <laughs> about. But um, it was one of those things. Just like, do I really care about mead that much to where I can drink it? Yeah. Or do I want to say I gained uh, two hundred and forty-two dollars? Yeah, right. In the transaction right, right. and sell it off again. So what Michael is telling us is that he really doesn't like mead that much. I don't like. Uh, no, I do like mead. I just like two hundred forty-two dollars. Not that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and in in that point, I'm just like, okay, but Shrams is really good though. I will say, I've had other Shrams. Don't know what I had off the top of my head. Great meadery. Uh, next time I'm in Detroit, I'm going to go there again. I had some at a at a local beer store type bottle shop. Didn't get to go there instead. Fantastic. Well, so I'm 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 willing to go out on a limb here, and history can prove me right or wrong. Um, but I think that some kind of like mead movement is coming, and it's going to last about eighteen months, and then we'll figure out what else but, we're doing. But why do you think that is? Uh, the only reason that I think. That it is, I can, I, so I can say why I'm saying this, and then we can talk about why we think it is. It's just because it's happening. It's happening in the store like, every day. But like, really expensive right now. It's right? very expensive. Like, but not if you have honey. bees. A lot of people have bees now. Like, most of the people who come in, I say, yeah, the hardest part's just going to be finding honey. And they say, oh, my neighbor has tons of honey, and this is why I was interested in this. I have a dog. I don't have bees. <laughs> yeah. Beads? Beads. Beads. Yeah, the beads. beads. 
No, I have a dog. I don't want bees. As far as why this is happening, I mean, like Game of Thrones has been popular in the that's that's like five years ago right uh, what was the uh um, there's is there some kind of like tiktok dnd thing going on somebody told me that might be a thing people playing dungeon there's a lot more dnd dnd got very up. popular during the initial stages of covid yeah i yeah. think that it's just giving people who are more prone to being introverted the inspiration to make some of their dreams of making mead a reality and i think that's great is mead easier to make than beer Yes. It's much easier to make mead. It's much harder to make good mead. It's, it's, a, it's on the wine beer. spectrum, right? Yeah. It's, I, I mean, mean, it is wine. I mean, it's, it's a wine, wine license. From, I know, but you, see, you can kind of make wine and you're like, eh, it's kind of when I cook food at home. I'm yeah, like, ah, sure. it's not great, and the easy but thing about I made wine, it, so I'm going to eat it. Wine is, I mean, wine is like a fucking monster uh, in terms mm -hmm. of like, you know, you look at the beer economy and then you look at the spirits economy. Wine is like on a whole other level. So if I were to make a mead because i suck at making beer no you don't michael i do i do no you don't michael. so but let's just say that i want to make mead uh you just as an average person i might have better luck making an average mead than i'd have in making an average beer is that what you're saying yeah. It's hard to say exactly. It, it's there's it's simpler. It's a simpler process to make meat. I mean, it's it's honey and, and yeah. yeast. Yeah, I would say you know <laughs> if you have a basic handle on fermentation, if you're just starting from scratch, I do think it's easier to make good beer than it is to make good meat. Okay. Um, and especially that. Let me let me put a uh, sub paragraph on that, because really the main ingredient in good meat just tends to be time. And so if it's like your first thing you're trying to do, you can get impatient. You can want to drink it young because that's the main people will, thing people will say to me is like, "This just why does this taste like hot and boozy and like green apple?" Is like, how old is it? It's like six weeks. It's like, well, it needs to be like six months old, if not like eighteen months old, before you really start drinking. So all you're, unless you're super meticulous with your firm yeast management, basically. So you're seeing an uptick in people wanting to make mead. Yes, and I, I, uptick does not begin to describe. Okay, so order but, of magnitude. But here's the question: So at this point in Louisville, we're seeing a big growth in the beer scene. We know that meaderies can survive and exist via Joel. And, yeah, maybe and we can give Joel some credit there. Maybe people in Louisville, maybe it's a Louisville phenomenon. So, but that's the question. We, we have a seltzery. Mm -hmm. we, we already have the whiskey thing knocked down. So are we going to start seeing more meadery here in Louisville? Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a few meaderies in Indiana. You got that money, honey? Honey money. Yeah. Honey is like freaking expensive. It's ex It's liquid gold, as they say. So, if you were to open up a meadery in Louisville, where, is that a Nulu thing, or is it going to be like a... I'm thinking Shively. A lively, Shively meadery. Yeah. All right. And just, I would call it something like, because, you know, I mean, you know, you, it's... I think I think for a meadery, you, you, you get out of the city. Like, you go, like, Preston Highway. I would like, buy one or, of those. Or, like, for Joel, Joel's out in uh, Oldham. Yeah. I mean, you get, yeah. you get land, you can have an apiary you can well, I, just, I just saw that thoroughbred lounge apiary? 18 went out of business down on dixie highway buy what? it we turned it into a meadery <laughs> now we're glossing over what 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 is this called an ap apiary apiary apiary, apiary. that's where bees live yeah michael come not on apes no no that's a uh oh this is worse than plywood and concrete question <laughs> <laughs> no really though like you're saying that where bees live is called an apiary yeah yeah. What's the what's what's the etymology of that word? I, I don't know. You know Latin more than anyone else here. <laughs> That's why I'm really curious to see like what the hell that means. No, no, Ryan's no. looking it up. Let's look it up. Dictionary after that. 
dictionary. Keep talking for a second. Google it so much. But yeah, yeah. I, I would get out of the city with more free uh, cross pollination, you know. Where you can have an apiary. Apiary, noun, a place in which a colony or colonies of bees are kept, as a stand or shed for beehives or a bee house containing a number of beehives. That's some bullshit. Where, what's the etymology? I don't know. Well, no, origin of uh, apiary. Uh, Someone consult no, you, you, the. You do that. You do that. <laughs> what's the spelling bee people? Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know what? All out. <laughs> that makes sense to me. All right, and it's not uh, etymology; it's uh, entomology. Entomology, yeah. Exactly. I was about to say ornithology, and then we would have opened up a whole new can of worms. That's a bird. That's what birds eat, though. So uh, you know, so it's been a really cold and long winter, and we're talking about words. So I've been doing the wordle thing. Uh, the what? The wordle. 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 Yeah. Wordle. wordle. Yeah. And so yesterday was a big icy and snowy snow day where a lot of breweries weren't open. Um, what do y'all? What do y'all do during those days when when pl- places close down? You want to have a beer at home? And I restarted Mandalorian. The what? The Mandalorian. The what? It's like a Star Wars show. It's a Star Wars thing. Can we talk about that? Are you no. sued? No. Also, I can't give up this much of my like adultness to your all's little pokemon star wars no, no. games screw you Bo- book of boba fett slash mandalorian season three is the best thing i've ever seen in my life i tiled my kitchen that's what i did yesterday i don't i don't own property so i'm not allowed to <laughs> Fair do enough. that i got in trouble for trying to fix my dishwasher that's the way it goes isn't it you know, we're, were you trying to clean out the filter is that what you're doing it was flooding my kitchen and i tried to fix it because my maintenance guy wouldn't come fix it you're a terrible dishwasher repairman. <laughs> I'm better than my maintenance guy who just didn't show up. Yeah, that's true. Did you, did you help the problem or did you hurt the problem? Up for debate. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> well, so on, on, that, on that note, <laughs> I don't know where my episode. dog, okay? <laughs> on that note, guys, uh, John, do you have anything to plug? Oh, well, Ryan's drain. Uh, once again, uh, yeah, yeah. Make that segue. Yes. Uh, no, Valentine's Day is coming up. Uh, we have our collaboration that we made with uh, Wild Hops over at Logan Street Market. Get ready to go. Uh, I think we can spill the beans on that now. It's our Saison du Love. Mm. Um, it may or may not be inspired by Saison uh, Dupont. Um, it's inspired by love. It's more inspired by love. It's in the yeah. name. So it's just a nice, clean, very dry. Uh, Saison done with the new Lalamon farmhouse non-diastatic Saison yeast. Uh, we I can't remember the name of the hops that we used. Kazbek. 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 That's right. I knew it was like a Kazakh thing. And then rose hips in the and boil. Then, yeah, rose most importantly, hips. rose hips in the boil and just a, we bought like how many pounds? Uh, three pounds. Yeah. Follow us on Patreon. Pounds. We'll put a, a video up of Michael juggling the amount of rose petals that we bought off the internet. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, I have it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, three pounds of rose hops that we're going to infuse. What are rose hops? <laughs> rose petals. Rose. Rose hips. We put roses in it. Yeah, lots yeah. of roses. Yeah, we're, we're cutting it with rose water. And love. Roses really make Mostly you, love. So. But yeah, uh, for those in Louisville, it's coming out on uh, February the 12th. So by the time this podcast hits, you'll be able to seek it out. Yeah, and I cannot uh, confirm nor deny that it has aphrodisiac qualities. Mm. Yeah, with all those. Uh, you'll you'll nice, fall in love with Joe Ball. In no time. <laughs> David, <laughs> what do you got to plug? Uh, basically just Monic. I uh, appreciate the space mm-hmm. tonight. This is cool. Uh, this is the first uh, podcast we've been able to do off-site, not uh, by necessity, but uh, it would be great to 
get around to a couple of local breweries, have people step in, step out, whatever. Which is also to say, sorry if the audio is shit on this episode. <laughs> we're, no, still, we're still no. working out our it's mobile fine. situation. Totally fine. Uh, but other than that, um, I will plug our Patreon. Uh, we had a couple new subscribers today at the Damn It Sats tier, which I did without any authorization from these two. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, well, I made a new tier. We should have put a private lock on that password spreadsheet that we have. David got the password to Patreon yeah. somehow. So any, anything that you want me to do, my next uh, my next task is long-form prose on water amphibians. Uh, thanks, Lauren. Uh, it'll happen next week. I, I didn't come prepared tonight, but I'm going to make it happen. If anybody else has terrible ideas, I'm here to help you. So might be a good challenge to see if we could incorporate random topics into discussion. Not that we discuss craft beer that much in general this week, but yeah. Uh, Ryan, what do you got? Uh, as always, 901 Liberty Street. False Hell yeah. Uh, what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Uh, as little as possible. I'm, I look forward to waking up on the 15th. Sick. Yeah. Right. I don't celebrate America's holiday, man. You don't, you don't, celebrate, you don't celebrate love? I don't celebrate these like Hallmark card holidays. That's fair. That's fair. But you know what? Birthday. It's been such a yeah, shitty. Birthdays are a scam. It's been such a crappy last couple of years. Like, whatever. <laughs> I'm fortunate just, that Courtney feels the same way about it that I do. That's fair. So, so I'm just going to say like out of the four of us, well, uh, I don't know Ryan's situation, but out of the out of our three situations, you're the one with a significant other, and you're saying that you have no plans to do anything for Valentine's Day. Hell no! I'll say, "Hey, Bubba, Happy Valentine's Day." Say it like that too. Say that again. Hey, Bubba. Very Johnny Bravo. Is that what that is? Yeah. Hey, so, hey Bubba. I uh, love you. Hey, romance. The day that my friends all have an orgy, we're fine. But uh, <laughs> until then, Valentine's Day is just a day. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. That's fair. I went to an anti-Valentine's Day party in college one time, and it was half off tequila shots. Hey, that's a good idea. That got weird. Uh I do something very depressing. Two two keys in Lexington, RIP. Goldfish Racing, RIP. I do something very depressing on or around Valentine's Day, though, and that is to watch Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Ooh, that's a good good self... yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a self isolating movie. Yeah, <laughs> mostly because movie, though, the first honestly. line is Jim Carrey with a voiceover talking in a little journal about February fourteenth, made up holiday to sell Hallmark cards. It's like as a as a fucking seventh grader, I was like, I resonate with this. I resonate with that. <laughs> and so since then, I'm just like, I'm watching that movie this week. I'm gonna forget about things. So. Or if you have nothing else to do, come get a bottle of Saison du Love from Logan Street Market and drink it while you watch Eternal oh, Sunset. Absolutely. Spotless Mind. So go. once again, thank you so much for uh, hosting us, Monic. Thanks, Monic. Upstairs area. Uh, we come here enough for other reasons like Germantown Business Association meetings and the like. And um, Tuesdays. Uh, but, you know, if you uh, have a pl- thing you want to host, uh, a private event at, this is a good place to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their upstairs uh, is great. If you have a, a meeting. Or, yeah. I've had, I've been to wedding receptions up here. Like, I've, yeah. Like, private, private bar over here. My, yeah. my brother hosted a, a, a rehearsal dinner here. We had a good time up here. Bands. Uh, bands with a stage. Um, so, yeah, you have those, those options. And then, of course, uh, thank you all to those on Patreon for sponsoring the episode. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Uh, if you're interested in video content, not just video content for the podcast, but also video content 
or other extra things like Michael what, juggling rose petals. <laughs> I could juggle rose petals. I also t I found John, like a, John I found Will. an archive of like those episodes that we tried to shoot like years ago. We're we might release those. some of those up. We're, on we're gonna post the archives yeah. from They're 2019 to 2020. Yeah. If you want to see a kid hurl themselves off the steps of the homebrew shop, yeah, right. Uh, John has that footage probably available for my insurance and, agent. And Satterley has him uh, long form prose with salamanders or amphibious creatures. Or yeah, something. yeah. Uh, and Ryan, some, we don't, we don't, we don't have a Ryan <laughs> feed fix. We don't have a Ryan's here yet, but we should. Uh, we'll, we'll work on that in the meantime. So yeah, Daddy's here. Daddy's here. Yeah, I love it. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to tip Daddy tier three dollars, uh, you, you know where to go. It's Patreon.com/slash Kentucky Commons. Guys, thank you so much. Have a good week. Cheers. Cheers.